Welcome to the Black Girl Journey. Two black women on this journey called life. Discovering how to manage our finances, intimate relationships, work-life balance, growing our faith, a little pop culture, being black, and anything else black women may journey through. Journey with us every other Monday on Apple and Spotify. Are you curious to know what we use to record our podcasts? We use Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record your podcast, check your analytics, add music, and it'll stream to many different platforms. If you're looking to record your podcast, head over to Anchor. Welcome back, you guys. Welcome back, everyone. Ooh, another week. Another week. Happy 4th of July. Pew, 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 pew. Independence Day. What y'all doing? <laughs> How are you all celebrating? Y'all having Fourth a barbecue? If y'all having a barbecue, go ahead and slide up on our Instagram. Let I us know. Like, what? I don't feel like people really celebrate 4th of July. It's just another day to cook. Yeah, it's just another day for another party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> another couple days off. I mean, happy Independence Day. Our Independence but, Day was uh, on Juneteenth. But <laughs> Juneteenth was a couple weeks ago. It's really just another day to enjoy your family and friends and cook. So, love that for y'all, but welcome back. How have you been? Um, It's been a pretty decent week for me. Weeks are getting better. So... I had a, it's been a pretty decent week. What about you? Yeah, it's been a good week. It's honestly been an overwhelming week. There's been so much going on, literally so much. School, work, family, friends. I'm like in need of a little break. But this weekend we got to relax and enjoy just some downtime. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling really good. After some downtime. Refreshed, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Need that. Need some time to relax. Um, but yeah. yeah, what's something God has done for you this week? Um, God has blessed me with another week of clarity and insight on things that are going on around me. I think this week for me has just been so clear in the direction that God wants me to go in, but also in the people that he's put around me and their interest in me. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really good. What yeah. about you? Um, one thing God has done for me, well, he kind of like asked me a question this week. He asked me, what is he going to do? Well, what am I going to do with the things he has already given me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a good question, God, because before God can elevate you, you have to be in the place that God has called you to be in and do it wholeheartedly and with a servant heart or he's not going to next level you. So I was like, that's a good question, God. So I'm figuring that out. What more can I do where he's already has placed me? So, yeah. Amen. I love to see it. Cannot wait to see what all you do, honestly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So we're going to give you a short recap of... Before, wait. Wait. I feel like we just... This is like the same every week. We keep rushing this. Like, we need to switch something up. Okay. Know, what you want to do? I don't know. Want me to beatbox or something? <laughs> I'm multi-talented. Be, you beatbox. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Why would you lie to the people like I'm that? I'm not lying. I just get embarrassed. I feel like we should talk... The beatbox. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, gosh. What do you want to talk about? You really want me to beatbox right now, don't beatbox, you? Beatbox, because I want to hear this. I really want to hear this, too. It's not that great. Let's, let's <laughs> kick it. I can't remember. Come on, now. <laughs> let's give the people... You gonna rap? Are you going to rap? You have to rap what my beatbox. What am I going to rap about? Just rap. Okay, start the beat. All right, ready? I can't even right now. What do you want me to do? I'm not like um the beatbox champion. (laughs) That was pretty good. My head hurts. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. No, I just think we should like you know talk more about how our lives have been. Oh gosh. Because we just be speeding into the episode sometimes. Like okay, yeah, I'm gonna give you a little bit. Um, we just watched. 
freaking baby boy. Oh, Oh my goodness. Now that we're older, I feel like that movie has changed. A lot of the favorite 90 movies for me have changed since we've done the work. Like, yes, they are classics, but now I'm thinking, like, I don't want my niece or my nephew or even my children to see these movies because it's just the epitome of struggle love for me. Yeah, I definitely, like, I'm surprised I was watching them when I was younger. And thankfully, like, I just knew right from wrong. But some people truly, like, get those ideas from movies, from media, from shows. So, like... I was just crazy at some of the stuff they were saying in that movie. I was like, Yeah. But again, I think it also shows, like, us as black people, like, this is the love that we have to accept. Like, there's not a lot of... Well, it's getting better now as we've progressed. But before, there weren't a lot of good black love movies. Like, where you didn't have to struggle to get to where you were. The person didn't have to cheat on you or disrespect you in any type of way to treat you the way that you deserved. Yeah, I can name a few good black movies back in the day that, like, were loving. Um, But, yeah, this definitely, like, is just a different type of motive. I was like, what? But in reality, in hindsight, this is someone's actual story. It really is. Like... And I feel really bad for them, but also, like, in a sense of, like, their stories being told. But this is, like, somebody's real life out here. Baby mamas, you sleeping around with this baby mama and this baby mama? Trying to sleep Driving in my car? <laughs> Living in your mama house? Riding your bicycle. My car? Riding your bicycle when I won't let you drive my car. You didn't pimped out my car without me (laughs) giving you permission. Like, I think there's just a whole circle about this when we talk about our community. Like, you know, from the perspective of Jody, like, he's 20 years old. He's fresh into the world of life. And, you know, he's only always had his mom. And so he's treating women based off of how his mom showed him men treated her. And she never changed that. So now Jody is like learning how to treat women based off of how he saw her being treated. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. In there's just a lot of cycles that I'm just like, we got to be do better. That was just so crazy seeing it from a different point of view. I haven't watched that movie in so long. So watching it now, I was just like, that was so crazy. Oof. Yeah. And I honestly can't say, like, you know, from Yvette's perspective, she just wanted Jody to do right. But again, Yvette could have left Jody. She could have left that nigga alone. Yeah, she could have. But I wish, like, well, not wish, because that would have been a long movie. But, like, if we got her perspective as well, I'm sure, like, her upbringing was similar to Jody's as she didn't have a good example of what love was mm-hmm. so i'm sure that's why she acted the way she acted as well oh yeah for everyone sure. in that movie and around her were doing similar things it's like a whole community thing like look that's why the old folks say birds of a feather flock together I'm just if like, you know like what people are going through around you is going to affect you and affect how you view certain things what a time that, that movie what a time i tell you <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, Uh, that's the tea on today. That's the tea on today. (laughs) But we're wrapping up this series, y'all, slowly but surely. Mm -hmm. But go ahead and give them a series recap. Got you. Alrighty, you guys. So we started off with our faith walk, introducing you guys to how we walked in Christ. And then we gave you guys an episode on how to start your relationship with God, falling in love with Jesus. We talked a little bit about secular music, sex before marriage. We gave y'all a Christianity Q&A. Then we rounded it out with a faith talk about couples and walking through their faith life as couples. And then with our faith and restoration episode, followed by our church hurt and our most recent holy dating, Christian Mingle. Yes. What has been your favorite episode? Um, My favorite episode was Faith and Restoration, to be completely honest. Yeah. I love that episode with Miss Danny, specifically just because, like, her story and how she persevered and overcame consistently and how God has just blessed her for her obedience. It just touched me in a different way. Yeah, that one's my favorite, and definitely the episode with Sid and Tyler. 
because it shows faith in relationship and I think not just like romantic relationships but as well as friendship and learning to you know pursue God together really like brings the best out of outcomes and not rushing things so yes that was definitely my favorite as well and now guys today we are going to talk about how to face mental health as a Christian, which I feel like is a needed topic that's not so much talked about. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into it today, but you guys know it's coming a quick break and we'll be right back. One of the actions we will always take is seeking the Lord and getting closer to him. And at the end of each episode, we provide you all with a Bible verse, hoping to encourage you. That's why we are excited to collaborate with Seek Jesus. Seek Jesus is an apparel brand that seeks to spread the gospel of Christ throughout the world. And with every purchase, a portion of the sale is donated towards several different mission fields. If you want to purchase good quality Christian apparel, head over to Seek Jesus and use the code The Black Girl Journey at checkout. I love those who love me, and those who diligently seek me will find me. Proverbs 8 and 17. Seek Jesus! Alright guys, we're back. I'm still kind of upset you didn't rap, but that's okay. The beat. You what? I'm not, uh-uh. What do you want me? I don't have no drumsticks. I can't really get in there. It was good. You gave great effort, no, but the no, beat no, was you got, not you got a freestyle in my head. right off the dome. No, no, hey, listen. I'm a, you know I freestyle. I know, that's why I was I was just like, I don't know what type of beat she wants, so I'm going to do something real easy, something real basic, so she can just flow right over it. Because you're Momo with the skills. Oh, my. I know what the people don't know. You don't be the earth. I'm not an earth, Gotti. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be the earth. I'm not an earth, Gotti. Rap on I'm this not a beat, and if I don't like the beat, well, you, you could have told me, me to change it. You could have told me to change it. I'm flexible. I'm Ja Rule. We, okay, well, flex we, it. No, flex it's too it. Late now. Flex you didn't want to do it. I'm not doing it no more. I didn't want to do the, that it's beat. Not, it's I didn't want to do that you beat. You didn't tell me in the moment to change it. The moment has passed. The moment has passed. When I ask you to sing for Jesus, do you sing for this Jesus? Little out of my. <laughs> But on cue, when I say sing for Jesus, <laughs> you don't ever want to sing for Jesus. I do be singing for Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Oh, gee, y'all. Did y'all watch the Murder, Inc. documentary? We're so off topic. We really are, but it's okay. That was a good documentary, low-key. And then you have to watch Ashanti's um, interview with, what's her name again? Angie Martinez yes, in real life. that... When you watch it, everything correlates so well. But you know who lying and who not, child. Because some people's yeah. stories be changing. I definitely say watch the documentary first on BT, mm-hmm. BT Plus, or whatever BT you got. And then watch the In Real Life by Angie Martinez on YouTube. And you, you, you figure out who you believe. But it's not even about that. Honestly, like, the stuff that Murder, Inc. has done, they are... Pretty influential people in history, but also they have a lot of like challenges. They like, do. They have like a lot of life experience. But Herb is talented. I think if he like channeled some of his energy back into like the music, like some of the things that happened wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And I, he admits that, and so does his friends on like that documentary. But I, I feel like Murder Inc. could have been more. I feel like Murder Inc. can make a comeback. They could. I feel like if they all sat down and hashed out their differences, they could make a comeback. Because we need real music like that. Like, I saw a tweet the other day where they were saying, like, we don't have different types of rap music anymore. Like, we don't have the love rap songs. We don't have the dance joints and stuff like that. Like, everything's kind of, like, the same. Yeah. (laughs) Not kill them. That's what it be about. No, that... Their music is definitely aging like fine wine. Like, I find myself listening to their music a lot, actually. So, yeah, you never know. But, you know, let's just rewind. (laughs) Let's get back into it, y'all. So, today we were talking about mental health and how to face it as a Christian because we think this is a very important topic. So, the first thing that we're going to talk about, like we always do, is what does God think about the topic? So, what does God think about mental health? And in Psalms 46, verse 1 through 3, It says, God is our refuge and strength, 
a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth may be removed and though the mountains may be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. And it continues to go on as well. But at the end, it says, the Lord of hosts is with us. So fear not, people, for God is here and he hears us. And today we're going to talk some talk about some of the misconceptions that people have about mental health in relation to God as well. Mm-hmm. So, Jesse, kick us off with the first misconception. Yes, so the first misconception is depression slash mental health is not real. In the reality, depression is a real illness that impacts the brain's inability to function as it should. And if you go to your Bible in Isaiah 6, um, chapter 60, verses 1 through 3, it reads, Arise, shine, from your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord uprises you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to your brightness of dawn. So this just acknowledges that there are dark times and mental health is real. So, you know, God is still going to be with you and shine his light on you as you um, journey through those challenges. Yeah. And first of all, shout out to crew because that's who's backing this information for us. You can go to their website and find this as well. But yeah, this is a, a heavy one. I feel like people never talk about when they're sad in Mm -hmm. general like people don't want to ever acknowledge like i'm not having a good day yeah and then there's people in the bible who did struggle with depression like elijah and a couple other people in the bible struggled with depression so you have to realize that those things that we're dealing with god already knows of yeah i feel really bad for people who feel like they can't speak up and say that they're having a bad day. Or I've definitely seen in some movies, not in real life, but, like, the older people being, like, depression is a curse for the devil. Like, it is, but in hindsight, like, I need help. Don't tell me I'm cursed. Like, I feel like that, like, the old school mentality of, like, you keep your business to yourself and you handle it on your own has created a very toxic culture within our community, and it trickled over into the church. Yeah, I feel like that is very toxic. And I think, like, my family has done a good job of unpacking that narrative, like, keep your business to yourself. I feel like I'm still learning that. I feel like keep our business within the family. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you need outside opinions to, like, help you navigate through this world. Yeah, I agree. I think my family has been trying to reach out to other people and trying to get um, help to navigate things that we need to work on. But it's still a common factor within the black community. Like, you know, you keep your business to yourself and you don't see you don't let people see anything but the good times. Yeah, I think there's like a like back in the day, there was something had to happen where like people could, which we all know, felt like they couldn't like go to the church and ask for help. X our last like episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you find that good church home, especially surrounded with good people, it's okay to let those people in and like help you with things such as mental health. They're like the best people in my opinion. Honestly, because just like God struggled and he had problems throughout the Bible, Jesus, sorry. You know, we should expect to have those same struggles, but he gave people clarity on how to help each other. Yeah. I think there's a huge misconception that people who are depressed aren't trying. Yeah. And that's, like, far from it. And I feel like in the church it can get that way, too. Like, well, are you trying? Are you do? Are you praying? Are you talking to God? Like, no, I'm, I'm trying, but I'm not hearing because I'm depressed. Yeah. But moving on to the second thing or the second misconception that people usually have... Um, but that is not true, is that depression is a sin. And that depression is an illness. Well, depression is an illness. It is not a sin. And in the Bible, Psalm 34, 18, it says, The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as, such as have a contrite spirit. So don't be afraid to go to God. And it's not a sin. Like Alicia said, like, even Jesus struggled. He asked God before he went to the cross, like, do I really have to do this? I would have asked the same thing. <laughs> like, do I, I really the have same to do this? Thing. And I'm like, is there what? another way? Yes. Like, it is not a sin 
to feel sad. I don't know who made that up. It's not. I think that, again, it just comes with that misconception of reality. Like, you know, everyone has to be happy because, you know, we have to be thankful for the things that God has blessed us with. But, you know, it's okay to be sad. It's you. God doesn't see it as you being ungrateful for the things that he's blessed you with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate that when people are like, you should be happy, like I am. But even the richest, most successful people we've seen commit suicide. Yes. Like. And like in the Bible, Jeremiah and I, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. It's Lamentations. Is that correct? Lamentations. Lamentations. <laughs> um, chapter 2, verse 10, he says, I cried until a tear, the tears no longer came out. My heart is broken. That's so sad. So like. In the Bible, again, they're battling with depression. They're battling with those sadnesses. But they took it to God. And yes, they had people around them. But God is there for you. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again in Psalm, David wrote, I am worn out from sobbing. All night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching, and with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. And that, that... It's just like, because King David was a warrior. (laughs) David was a warrior. If you think you was in the trenches, David was in the trenches too. He lost people. He knew the feeling of loss. He knew the feeling of depression. So it's just like, you have this resource of the Bible, but you also have the resource of going to God and going to people who you can talk to. Yeah. As far as mental health, like, in general, as far as it being, like, a sin, I only feel like people have that misconception because, like, the devil can bring upon sadness to you. And also, he can make you think you're crazy when you're really not, which brings out anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. self-doubt, self-abuse. And, like, that, all in all, it's not a sin. It's just the devil trying to get you. Yeah, the devil attacks your mind for the yes. most. If the devil can get your mind, he can get anything. He has everything yeah. else. So, like, I think that's the misconception where it gets tied into it being a sin. Like, you're allowing the devil in to create sin within you. Right. But that's not the case. Right. What's the next one you have? The next one I have is depression will go away if you pray hard enough or have enough faith. In reality, depression usually needs to be treated with more than just prayer. And in the Bible from the book of Psalms, chapter 28, verse 7, it says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with a song I praise him. So, although it sounds like, you know, this verse is telling you, you know, God, trust in God and your depression will go away. But it's not saying that. It's saying that, you know, have God in your heart. But understand that your depression needs more than just your prayers. Yeah. I feel like your depression needs a helping hand. Mm-hmm. Your depression needs, like, worship time. Your depression also just may need to sit there and cry like David did and just weep on your pillow and cry out. Yeah. This is, like, such a touchy topic. Look, Elijah had to go take... Jer- is it Elijah or Jeremiah? Who? That needed to take a nap. I think it was Jeremiah. I think... Wasn't it when God was praying? Uh-huh, and he just told him, go take a nap. I don't recall that. So I don't That's know what my mom always tells no, me. My I'm mom sure is like, Jeremiah did. just needed a nap. And I was like, okay. I'm sure Do someone did. I just, did. I just don't want to give you the wrong prophet. <laughs> Who needs to go take a nap? Sometimes you do really just need to go take a nap, child. It relaxed, But, like, I know, like, mental health and depression is way deeper, you know, than a nap. But, like, there's other ways that we can treat depression, And I think that definitely starts with, you know, talking to God. I think the devil just wants, like we keep saying, take such a hold of your mind that he wants to cut you off from God. So where you feel like you can't even reach him by just simply praying. I think the one thing that we as a church community need to remind people as well is like outside of prayer, like when someone comes to you and they tell you I'm depressed. Prayer, yes, should be one of the things that you think about, but also giving this person resources. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. My mom used to do uh, counseling. She does Mm -hmm. counseling now, but counseling for our church, and that's what she would do, give people resources. Like, God never said that therapy was a sin. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate that conception. Talking to God is therapy. Yeah, for sure. Like, and you never know how people connect with god and what are the words that god are whispering to people on your behalf 
Yeah, I always think about, like, because people are like, science, science, science. And yes, science is real, but God gave these people the knowledge to create science, to create medicine, you know, to create all these things. So it's okay to, like, go out and use those resources. Mm -hmm. Now, you do need to listen to your body when you're on certain medications and things like that. Like, if you become worse on this medication, then reevaluate that talk to your doctor and see if you can get on different medications we are not doctors i show like <laughs> take what we Don't say with a grain of salt <laughs> i'm not uh-uh do not do that okay but all in all it's okay to use your resources which is a good segue to say like you are not going to be cut off from god when you're going through this mental health through depression through sadness the ultimate friend we find in our pain is jesus himself He wept for us, and on the cross, he experienced separation from God in its fullness. Our Savior knows what it means to survive darkness. And in John 16, 12 through 15, Jesus says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear. But when he, the Spirit, truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. So don't fear. God will always be here. That's a rhyme. There you go. Dropping bars. That's a rhyme. Dropping bars. God is not going to leave you in the darkness. Ever. There's always, God always gives you a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, there's always a path that God has you on. And although you may feel like you are alone, which goes perfect segue into our next point, you are not alone. Like, God is with you. And when God, you might not feel as close to God, he is still there. So in the book of Jeremiah, verse 20, it says, Oh Lord, you misled me and I allowed myself to be misled. That's not true. God will never mislead you. Mm-mm. He always has the perfect plan. He always knows where you are going. So understanding that you might not always have the directions you might not have the apple maps or whatever oh, Lord. god knows where you're going <laughs> yes 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 um and the last one is god's love and faithfulness never depends on you depression makes it hard to make some of the right christian choices but like we said in previous these last four that like god will never leave you god will always stand by your side and forsake you i like always think about like how the devil when he takes over your mind like like i said before he never wants you to get close to god in these moments and if you ever watch a scary movie like (laughs) they never want to come to the light because they know that god's gonna re-accept them in any shape form or fashion yeah like you don't have to be afraid to tell god i am really struggling in these areas and I always tell people, you can be truthful with God. Let him know, like, God, I feel like you aren't hearing me. God, I feel like you aren't trusting me with this. Like, you're not bringing me through. Like, he wants the honest conversation with you. So you guys can both move on and get through this dark stage. Yeah, I think about when I was struggling with my mental health and all the feelings that I felt. Like, I felt like God didn't want me. He didn't see me. Like, I wasn't going to get into heaven. I was so sold out that I was going to hell in my depression that, like, I just really was just like, it's whatever at this point. Like, if I take my life, it'll be what it is. But in those moments, like, when I just cried and, like, I felt a presence, which was, I knew it was God, just overcome me and, like, hold me in those moments and brought me through. Like, I look back now and I'm just like, it was nothing but God. No one else could have got me through those times. No one else could have been my person to hear me out and show me and redeem me from those thoughts. Yeah, I I was just thinking about that too. Like when I was struggling with a little mental health, like the first thing I did, which helped a lot, was surround myself with people that I know loves me and loves God mm-hmm. and could bring me out of that. Yeah. And like, I think that is so key because like you can be depressed and have people around you who will continuously make you more depressed like (laughs) having friends who like continuously put you down or who can't see your depression i like i'm so like i hate that low-key like people who can see a friend struggling and they're just like oh it's fine like they'll get over it like they can pick themselves up again like no you need to be a helping hand uh 
Like, be that person who you can show God's love to. Mm-hmm. I think from my perspective, for me, I have to stop being the strong friend. Yeah. Like, I know how to put on face and go out and look like I'm happy-go-lucky when I'm really struggling on the inside. So, being that strong friend, if you are that person, letting that guard down and showing people that you are hurting. Like, thankfully, I had enough people around me praying for me when they, like, my mom knew I was going through a tough time after my grandma died. I knew a couple of my friends that probably did, but then, you know, it was really, for me, it was me and God rocking through those moments. And it was me and God just talking and figuring it out. But I do wish I would have let my guard down and allowed the people around me to see that I was struggling. Yeah, I also, like, would suggest people... Like, also, like, surround yourself. Again, like you said, you don't have to always be the strong friend. And, you know, I know it's hard to try when you're depressed to, you know, bring yourself to the light. But I say do the things that make you happy and don't please others. And I think that's where some of these misconceptions come from. Because, like, we're always trying to please instead of help ourselves. Like, go Mm -hmm. get that therapy. Go get what you need. This girl who committed suicide in our high school, who actually went to UNC with us, and then, like, she stopped going for, like, a year, and then the next year, I saw on Facebook that she had uh, taken her life. Like, I always just think about, like, how the people who were around her were kind, but she just never had the time to, like, someone to really pull her out and ask her if she was okay. Yeah, and I think that also, like, we have to be able to see people. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. Like when, unfortunately, someone does take their lives, they're always like, oh, they were the most happiest people. They were the most this people. Like, God bless them so much. Why would they do that? It's just because, again, you saw the face that they were putting on. Right. And so, like, we as believers and followers of Christ and friends and family members or even just people passing on the street, we need to be more aware of the challenges that people face every day and how easy it is for us to kind of I say I call it code switching like we switch to a different code of person who we are mm-hmm. and so like you have to see through that and asking God to give you enough discernment and clarity to see people and see the things that people are struggling with and ask him to give you guidance on how if this is your mission to help them get through that tough time yeah, I think that's a huge thing because I always think back because the last time I saw her was in the Kidoba uh, around the corner from our house in Greeley. Her name's Claritza, and I will share her name. Um, but I always think about that last time I saw her, like what I could have done, like prayed for her because I knew when I saw her, she was already in a dark place, but mm-hmm. I just didn't know what God wanted me to do. And she was so deep down that I felt like I couldn't help her. But I want I don't want other people to feel like that. I think you should definitely... Go to the Lord, and as he says in First Peter, cast your cares upon him. And no matter what that looks like, because he already knows what's yeah. going on. He already knows the battle you're going through. And I feel like some people will take that and say, well, why won't he just bring me through it then? Because he needs you to ask for that first step. Just like anything you want, you have to ask. Yeah, I agree. And I think when you realize, especially for friends, when you realize your friend is kind of going through it, like pray for them to get the courage to get that first step but you know kind of cut back on certain activities like for me if like everyone around me would have known they probably want to let me drink as much as I did they probably want to let me smoke as much as I did like those things like that just push me further down into my depression and then there's people who like are going through that so just being aware yeah I think another thing is that when you realize If you're a Christian or not, first of all, God loves all of you. But, like, when you realize how much power God has put within you as a Christian, he gave his life for us, but he blessed us with some of his power. How much power you have to get up out of those dark places, you can. And when you can ask God and claim with him that you deserve a better life, it's already given to you. Child, me and the Lord be chalking it up about when I was sad and depressed. I'd be like, you remember that person? He'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, baby, we ain't going back. We ain't going back. I know. That's a good thing, too, just to realize, like, 
how God has blessed you, which I feel like makes it easier to keep going. But also realize that, like, these things might come back into play. Yeah, for sure. And knowing, like, when you feel yourself slipping back into that sadness. When you are, like, not at your best. And, like, I always say this. Like, I'm very thankful for the people I have around me. And, like, my accountability partners and things of that nature. Because you guys are very observant. And you can... (laughs) Put your put your eyes away. Put your eyes away. Oh You're very observant, but you can see through when I'm putting on my flex. Like you can see yeah. through that. I think like and this is one of the hardest things to do, but start like doing small things around like self work. Like mm-hmm. I know it sounds cliche and this is probably very hard, but like even start like journaling, sitting outside. And I feel like it's really, it can be really hard for some people to talk to God. Yeah. Like, this is, none none of what we're saying is an easy task, especially if you feel like God has taken someone from you, if you feel like God, if you deserve a better life than what God has given you. um, And then at the end of the day, he still wants to hear from you. It's Mm -hmm. like the crazy part. Like, he loves us that much. I don't even know how to put it into words. Honestly, when I was sad like that, my favorite thing to do was to just go sit outside and just lay. Like, I used to lay in the grass. <laughs> I wasn't high. I would just be so sad. I'd just go lay in the grass. Yeah. And I would just sit there. I'd be itchy as heck. But I would just lay there, and i just start crying. Yeah, I was going to say, mine was definitely, like, isolation as well. That's isolation. Yeah. Like, a form of isolating yourself from, like, real life and, like... Um, being around people who, like, bring you happiness uh, definitely, like, dug me out of that hole. And them affirming me of what God has already told me and remembering that place, not letting the devil win my mind. Yeah. I think when I was laying in that grass, I don't think I know, when I was laying in that grass in those moments, I was just, like, trying to bring peace to my mind. Mm-hmm. Because in my depression, I had also had high anxiety, so my mind was also running miles a minute, like, you're sad and depressed, you can't do anything, but your anxiety of trying to make it through, finish graduating and all these other things, it all bubbled up to be too much. So I needed to find a moment of peace. Yeah, literally that's how I was feeling this week. I'm like, I am freaking tired and overwhelmed with life. And like, I just prayed to God, asked him what I should do. And thankfully, like, I feel like you're like, we keep saying like our accountability people know when we're like down because like, Thankfully, Caitlin was like, do you want to just cancel? I was like, yeah, Literally. Literally. <laughs> I just need a little moment and, like, listening to her message this morning. She was like, actually, I think it was a good thing we canceled because, like, I needed that time, too. But that's a good thing to just remind people when you are on low energy. Mm-hmm. Like, you do not have to act when you're in low energy. Yes, I agree. I'm just thinking about, like, at the beginning of the year when I didn't want to do anything for my birthday. You didn't push me. You did it. You were like, if that's something. Yeah, you were like, if that's what you want to do. But then, like, my anxiety set in, and I was like, no, 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 no. We have to do something. Like, everyone comes out for my birthday. Is this, 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 this? Like, we have to do something. And then I'd be like, never mind. And I'd be like, okay, we're gonna do it again. Like, you allowed me to flow through those emotions. (laughs) I was stressed. (laughs) I'm like, listen, the stress was real. But in the end, like. You allowed me to kind of work through those moments when I really did feel so overwhelmed. Like Let I was me tell just, you, that was all <laughs> God. <laughs> and this is not even me being mean. I was just like... <laughs> I don't know what, what to tell you. What I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Alicia formed a bond of like, I'm going to tell her how it is. If you're going to have this birthday, you're not going to have this birthday. That's exactly what you said. And God was like... Just give her She'll a figure grace. it out. <laughs> I'm like, you're right, Jesus. Grace. You're right, Jesus. That's literally all God. Like, I'm so thankful that I feel like um, you and a couple of our other friends have found, like, relief in me. Um, but, like, literally, I can give that all to God. And I'm not saying that just because we're in our faith series and, like, we're trying to help you guys get closer in faith and to God. But, like, truly, I act through God. God really? acts through me because I could be a completely different person. I'm thankful you're not. I know. I'm thankful I'm not either. But God has just equipped all of us. And this is us going back to like remembering the power God has placed in you to be loving to others, to be kind to one another. Because you just never know 
what people are going through deep down on the inside. Yes, and I and I appreciate that. Like I feel like all of our friends have brought in a certain level of faith and transparency to the yes. relationships that we've built. And just knowing that when we have our moments, like, you know, some people look for more clarity and some people look for more nurture. Like, we each have something in our group that adds to that. Yeah, I, I agree. There's there's so many things, I think, that could be said about the mental health space. Mm-hmm. And when we're bringing it all back to God, I think that's what we just literally have to do is bring it all to him. And he'll figure it out. And it's not going to be an overnight thing. Nothing is. But the work to get there, I think, is so worth it. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for all them celebrities. It just... I always pray for all of them. I'd be like, Lord, you know them high-balling celebrities? Them shot callers? All of them. (laughs) I know sometimes they might get on your nerves. They get on my nerves too, Lord. But I pray for them. Because I know it has to be hard to always be in the public eye and never, like, get that moment of peace where you can just go lay in the grass and breathe. Yeah, I think that goes back to, like, always having to put on face, always having to put on show. And, like, when it's time to turn it off, you just, like, can't. You never have a moment to, like, turn it off. And that's for everyday working people, too, who go into work with a smile on their face but then have to go to go home to their depressed space. Mm-hmm. Like... It's it's just a lot, but I feel like if you really just sit yourself down and remember who can control this and who can help you, it's going to be all good, y'all. It will be, and I, again, I just, I can't thank God enough for that, because I wouldn't mm-hmm. be here today if I would have did what I was going to do. We wouldn't be it's doing this right funny. now. <laughs> We're like I'm not smiling. Laugh. I'm like not trying to laugh, but I'm just like thinking about it. It's not like a a ha ha laugh. It's just like God is so good. Like yeah, I would not be here today, dude. I like yeah. I really like. I don't know. Just so hard. I, again, I think about Clarissa, who didn't have the opportunity to feel the love she deserved, mm-hmm. and that no one had the opportunity to bring her to that. And she took her life. Or I think about my friend Jen, who passed away from natural causes. She had a heart problem, heart transplant. But, like, how she lived her life so she would never be depressed mm-hmm. is just such a testament as well. Because I'm like, she knew that only her and God were in this. And that she was going to live her life to the fullest until it was time for him to call her home. And I feel like all of us should live like that. Like... Live your life the way you want it to be. Don't put on show because I feel like that leads to depression. And if the devil tries to take over your mind, remind him who you are. You better curse that devil out. Okay? <laughs> remind him who you, you belong to. Don't curse the devil out. But you know, like, you better get a halt. You better ride him out. Okay? Box him off out of your mind. Every time I felt overwhelmed this week or with anxiety, I was like, uh-uh. We ain't, I would literally say, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing this. I literally would get up, walk out, go to the bathroom, and be like, you know what? It's going to be me and you today. Because you ain't going to win today. And I, I'm having a good day. It's going to be a great week. And you're going to have to see me. I'm going to come up out of this wig and you're going to see and you're me. you little stuff. You stub your toe. And I'd be like, that's all right. I still got all 10 toes. Okay. Like, and even if I don't, it's not my pinky toe. I still have balance. Right. So move along. Okay. It's just like. <laughs> Literally, though, like, I think when you, along with the help from, like, your therapist and things like that, like, when you come to realize that your depression is just trying to attack you and bring you down and keep you down, and you find those ways to realize, like, no, you're not going to do this. You're not going to do this to me. (laughs) Not not today, man. Okay. Not today. (laughs) And you learn how to you know, be uplifting, you're encouraging as long as, you know, you are taking your medication, but staying on those right tracks so you can eventually even get off of that medication. Yeah, Like, learning those tools on how to encourage and uplift yourself and when you feel like you're slipping back, knowing, okay, like, these are the tools that I've been given. I'm going to do this because I feel myself. And, you know, just in case, like, I have my medication here. Right. Well, let's remind the people of the tools. Like, one, go to God about everything because he really genuinely cares about you and loves you. And use your resources. Mm -hmm. God is not opposed to you going to therapy and getting your medication if that is what you need. Yes. 
leaning, like she said, use your resources, but also finding a strong community you can lean on in your times of need and struggle. Yes. Oh, go ahead. What did you going to say? No, I said, I think that's one thing we like have preached about this whole entire series is finding your community. It is so important to find people around you who can see you, who know you, who you can be yourself around and they can help you through when they see you're not being the person that you've shown them to be. And it's not your masked up person. It's your true soul. Agreed. 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 I think another tool would be to know your triggers. Know how the devil wants to attack you. Okay. <laughs> but for me, it's through my mind. Like I said, which transforms into anxiety. So for me, I have like in my notes section in my phone, like a list of Bible verses that are about anxiety and when I feel like I'm about to get it on I just open the little notes and I just read a bible verse yes yes I'm literally somewhat the same way mine is like triggering through people and having to deal with too much when I'm overwhelmed you know who I'm talking about <laughs> um but giving myself that moment to just breathe like for me I I have to have my gospel music playing throughout my whole entire day yeah that's, yeah, that's that's just me covering myself in God. And when I feel like I'm overwhelmed, just closing my door and taking that moment to just thank God for the breath in my body and asking him to bring me through. Yeah, your depression is not a sin. And I want to use this word, but lightly, it's a disease that you can overcome. It's a, a sickening that you are definitely going to be cured from. We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. That's still lyrics. Are you going to finish it? No, I thought you were going to go. Down in my heart. We shall. No, fool, that's not the next line. I do believe. That's all I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm a one chorus shorty. If you didn't know. know. If you didn't know, I know the chorus. Oh, my gosh. But this is really, really good. (laughs) You're terrible. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. I just am so thankful. I think just, again, having this conversation about mental health and knowing, like, I love our church. And our church has so many resources when it comes to helping each other out. And I think churches nowadays are starting to get there. So even if you are not a Christian, there's a place for you to go. There's mental health hotlines. You have your therapist, your closest confidant, friend. Or even if you just want to sit in the grass, just go sit in the grass. Yeah. I just want everyone to know that mental health is real. God knows it, and he's going to love you through that stage, and you're going to overcome. The devil ain't going to win. We don't let the devil win over here. All right. We're going to box him out. Okay. And on that note, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be back. Have you ever wanted to take a moment away from the noise in your life but feel like you haven't had the time? Or do you get anxious while you're at work or school? Well, we have the perfect drink for you. Moment. Moment is a meditation drink with no artificial flavors, caffeine, added sugars, or junk. You can find clarity with L-theanine and reset with ashwagandha. These natural adaptogens increase alpha brain waves just like meditation. Moment comes in many flavors like blueberry ginger and cherry hibiscus. You can also purchase it in steel or sparkling. If you want to give yourself a break, try Moment and enter the code THEBLACKGIRLJOURNEY in all caps at checkout for a discount. Take a moment. All right, y'all, that wraps up our mental health episode. I think this is the the second to last episode. Yes. But this is episode 40. We've made it to 40, y'all. We've made it to 40. This is the second to last episode of our Faith series. Y'all have been rocking with us for a long time. And we're really thankful. <laughs> Hair behind the ear. Yes. We are so thankful for y'all. Uh, and yeah, this leads into like the next thing we're thankful for. Um, we don't have a creator shout out because it's not the week of. But y'all go check out Luis like we said last week. Y'all actually love him. I've been seeing y'all comments on his stuff. It's Look, really kind. Because like, everybody needs to buy a house, the market, okay. okay? Everyone needs property. Everyone needs a little something. But 
Again, no creative shout out, but we did ask on our Instagram, how can we pray for you this week? And we did have a response. And this person said that I give all control to God and have faith that he's got me right where he needs me and wants me. And yeah, so <laughs> we're just going to take some time oh, to I just... Oh, I had already closed my all eyes. Oh, right? We're going to take some time to pray over that person and for all of us. Because I think we can all like use this prayer, honestly. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you, God, for this podcast. Thank you for our beautiful listeners, Lord. Thank you for time with you. And we just ask that you will give, that we will give all our control over to you, God, because we know that what you have for us is the right path, Lord. We thank you in advance, and we love and appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love that. Thank you for sharing that with us, too. Because we're not going to say your name, but, like, we do know who you are, and I speak that over you. Yes, you are a beautiful person, and I know God has put everything in a beautifully laid out path for you. You just have to trust and ensure that, know that God is real, and he got you, girl. Yeah, I know that. Especially this person. Oh, I know. Yeah. God's got you, girl. Okay, baby. <laughs> you, you have such a beautiful light on you. And God is just going to take you to the next level. Yes. Uh, just release the control. Yeah, but we all need to do that. It's really hard to do that, too. It, it, and I think that also can lead back into mental health. That can lead to depression. When you feel like you have to control everything. Dude, yeah. It's honestly tiring feeling you have to control everything. <laughs> I don't want to be. Yeah, I feel like I used to be a control freak a lot and like high school and middle school but that was just because i was trying to control my own stuff yeah. so no one would get in the way but when reality we all need a little help yeah i think a lot of help actually i think i can be like that especially when it comes to my career i'm just like i don't know how else to let go but in this most recent week as you know i let go of control and god brought someone to me that has shown me the way and i'm just like Yes, we all perfect, need constructive criticism. Perfect timing, Lord. Yes. Always on time. <clears throat> Ooh, but all right, y'all. We're getting into our ratings and reviews. So first, I want to shout out our 91 listeners on Spotify. Wow, you guys are really hyping it up. Because, like, Spotify was challenging for us for a second. Like, <laughs> Apple, we have more Apple users probably, but, like, we want to ask some Spotify listeners. I am still trying to figure out Spotify. Like, <laughs> you can rate the um, episode, but you can't write a review. And I'm just like, I don't like, know That's... if you have to be paying. Oh, so yeah, I got, the, I got yeah. that free <laughs> Spotify. Free, just to make sure y'all are listening that the episodes go live. We don't have the, the paid one, so that might yeah. come with different features. I was like, I pay for Apple, so it's just like... I see yeah, yeah, it, yeah. but okay. <laughs> if you have the paid version of Spotify, take a picture just might and have to send go it. And get it. <laughs> I don't even use Spotify. No sometimes shame I to Spotify off peeps. The listening. I'll listen to our episode on Spotify, and then sometimes I'll listen on Apple. Apple exclusive. Oh, Apple exclusive. Um, but then we also want to thank our new one new rating on Apple. We love whoever you are. Please write a review. <laughs> you guys are doing your homework, though. And that's the great thing. You are. So we appreciate you. You guys are all a blessing. And then we also want to welcome our friends in the Dominican Republic. Samba, samba, samba. Samba, samba, samba. Have you ever had Dominican food? I have not. Fire. I have not. But there's one thing they eat a lot that you don't really favor, but... It's because I don't like bananas, and I cannot eat plantains. They make the best plantain I ever had. It's like, not the best. Well, they do make one of the best, though. It's between them and the Jamaicans. Please continue to listen. She did not need to offend (laughs) you. I said they made one of the best between them and the Jamaicans, and Jamaica... People in Jamaica follow us, too. I know. Hey. So... Stop, I say... If y'all want to have a plantain cook up, I will be there. I'll be there in most support if you just feed me anything else. I just don't like bananas. Oh, I have to get <laughs> potassium in other ways. But we definitely love y'all. Shout out to y'all for listening. I'm, y'all are 
all over the world. Oh, the fancy cars. The woman in the caviar. Yeah. Cause we're tripping all over the world. I can't wait until we can have meet and greet so we can meet you guys. Oh my goodness. Look, we're so much cooler in person. I know. We really need to get our YouTube cracking. It's just the time, y'all, which is like, it's an excuse, but it's not an excuse. But we have been so busy. So busy. And I'm so thankful. And I remember when Miss Danny was talking, like, when God puts you on a mission, you're going to be going. And we've been going. And it's been nonstop. Yeah. And I'm so thankful. I am very thankful, too. And I think I'm trying to decipher, though, like, what is busy and good and what is not busy and not good. Because yeah. I think, like, the devil can also try to keep you busy. Mm-hmm. So you, like, this episode talks about so you can eventually wind up in a dark space and yeah. not go back to God. So... I am thankful for this wonderful journey, but I'm also remembering that we need breaks, and that's probably why the YouTube hasn't come up. <laughs> Lucky, but I also, like, I appreciate our listeners and you guys for giving us our space and respecting our journey. Yes. Like, there's no push from you guys to just be like, we need it now, we need it now. Like, you allow us and give us so much grace that, you know you give us a chance to kind of catch our breaths in a sense. Yeah. But I do also understand like that is what y'all want. And I definitely like hear y'all like, yeah, and I think it's needed too. I think it'll be like a nice little personal touch to be able to like see our faces, but just know I'm not coming dressed up every time. (laughs) You might give me a good jean shirt in the first two episodes of the YouTube. We're going to have a uniform. It's just going to be a black girl journey shirt. In <laughs> every episode. Every episode. I ain't going to hold you. That's the easiest way for us right now till we, you know, Might we get a production bonnet. team. Okay. <laughs> till we get a production team. You know what I'm saying? Stylist. If you're a stylist, reach out to your girls. Okay. okay? You need a little internship or something. Hey. Hey. <laughs> okay. But we love y'all again. It's so thankful, but hit them with the Bible verse. So, we are coming from the book of Psalms, chapter... Is this the new version? Yes, the NIV. I've only been reading from the NIV. Let me make sure. (laughs) Because I low-key, I always take them from the King James and the NIV. We need to do a poll on that. Like, which which Bible version do people prefer? I would love to see that. Me, which one to read from? <laughs> I'm not telling you. I just really want to know what people I'm gonna read to. from the NIV. It's the NEC, it says NIV. Listen, I trust you, but if they can't understand you, that's the- that's just me being country. I don't know what else you want me to do. Pull out your Bibles, see the word, read the word. <laughs> well, tell them what first to pull out. Okay, so we're coming from the book of Psalms, chapter 23, verses 4 through 6. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. I just thought of that Tupac song. What's Tupac song? As I walk through the valley... (laughs) Y'all have a good night. That's good day. That's a good song. It is. Hail Mary, come with me. I don't think that, is that Hail Mary? That was Coolio you were talking about. As I walked in. I was a guy. Yeah, that's Coolio. That's most definitely Coolio. I'm not denying it. <laughs> you act like I said that was wrong. <laughs> Your face was like, oh. No, I'm just like, is it? I saw, I didn't say he was wrong. I didn't say nothing. About Your face you is like wrong. you don't be knowing all the words sometimes, and I don't. And it's- <laughs> I don't, but that's so okay. So you can see the trust. It's okay, but I know most of the time I know the person. I might not know all the words, but most of the times I do know the person. Like when we played that game at Ray's uh, bridal shower, I was pretty good with the people. The words couldn't tell you. <laughs> 
have a lovely week, a safe 4th of July. Have a good time with your families. Do y'all get one day off or two days off? I get a day and a half. You get out early. Yeah, I'm leaving <laughs> at like 12. Uh, most people, I'm surprised. Most people have like two days off. I'm like, that's so crazy. I thought you just got that day off. But shout out to all y'all who get two days off. I hope y'all relax. Enjoy some time with God. Be careful. Put your sunscreen on. It's hot outside. <sighs> if you live in Tejas, make sure you have water. Anywhere in the southern region right now. <laughs> okay? Make sure you have water in your car. Okay? You have sunscreen to reapply every 15 Ugh. minutes. And if you don't have to be outside, don't Kobe. be outside. I know it's tempting because you have a four-day weekend to go outside and turn up. But don't do that to yourself and get a heat stroke. Okay. Again, we love y'all. Be safe. Happy 4th of July. Stay black. Stay pimping. Ta-ta. Bye. <laughs> have a great week, y'all. Ta-ta for now. <laughs>